You are listening to Arirang Radio's Wonders of Jeju. This is a segment where we tell you about the lives of people living right here on the island. I'm your host, AK. This is Humans of Jeju. Hello! Yes, hello! <laughs> hello, oh, everyone! <laughs> Uh, how are so you? So happy to be here. <laughs> yes. Are you sure? Yes, I am. I'm really happy to be here. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, you know, we've got a lot of things to, you know, talk about. So let's just begin. You know, um, yeah. Yeah. Begin with the Humans of Jeju. So who's the Humans of Jeju we are introducing today? Today's Human of Jeju is a very inspiring person. Mm-hmm. So we got a long story. So right. So let's listen to today's Human of Jeju. Great. 안녕하세요. 저는 엄마는 어루이라는 그림책을 쓴 그림책 작가고요. 지금 현재 제주도 발달장애 아동 부모 모임 제주와의 특별한 아이 대표를 맡고 있고 그리고 별난과의 꿈밭 사회적 협동조합을 어, 역시 대표로 운영을 하고 있습니다. 어, 별난과의 꿈밭 사회적 협동조합은 어, 발달장애인이 지역 사회에서 잘 어울려서 살수 있도록 어, 사회 환경을 만드는데 주력을 하면서 여러 가지 활동을 하고 있는데요. 문화 예술 교육도 하고 있고 제일 크게는 발달 장애인 돌봄을 하면서 발달 장애인과 발달 장애인 가족이 사회에서 잘 어울려 살수 있도록 하고 있고 최근에는 지역 사회 같이 할수 있는 통합 놀이로 생태 놀이를 한게 가장 최근 일입니다. All right, can you tell us what she says? Yes, so if you got all that, it's a very uh, inspiring story. And today's human of Jeju we're introducing is Representative Park Jung-kyung, mm-hmm. uh, who is the picture book author of 엄마는 너를 위해, Mom for You. Also, she currently serves as the representative of Jeju Ai, 특별한 Ai, uh, Jeju Special Children, mm-hmm. a parents group for children with developmental disabilities on Jeju Island. And this group, which started as a community activity for parents of children with developmental uh, disabilities, has become even stronger and has now established the Pyeolnan Goyangi Kumbat, a social cooperative, which she is also the representative of. And in this group, they engage in various activities to create a social environment where individuals with developmental disabilities can integrate well into the local community. And they provide cultural, artistic education for individuals. And recently, they conducted eco-friendly activities with families of individuals with developmental disabilities and even held an exhibition. I mean, first of all, um, you know, you can sense the incredible energy that she she has just from listening to her introduction. Mm. And she seems to be involved in a lot of things. And, you know, at the center of it all, it it appears as she is also a mother of a child who has like developmental disability. And we can unravel uh, her story one by one. So shall we start uh, with how she came came to Jeju? Yes. So she mentioned that she came to Jeju seven years ago. She's also a mother of three children, Mm. with the second and the third being twins. Mm -hmm. So when her eldest child was about seven years old at an age attending kindergarten and the twins were four years old, they came to Jeju. Mm -hmm. And currently her eldest child is in the second year of middle school. So now let's listen directly from her about the real reason why they came to Jeju. All right. 저희 둘째가 그때 발달장애인 것 같았는데 그때는 진단을 받기 전이어서 어, 좀더 좋은 환경에 가서 잘 키워보면 좀 좋아지지 않을까 이런 희망을 가지고 어, 내려오게 되었고 그리고 그때 음, 남편도 회사에서 굉장히 지쳐 있었고 그래서 섬에 내려올 때는 
1년만 쉬다 오자. 1년만 열심히 아이를 잘 키우고 자연에서 좀 휴식하듯이 쉬다 오자. 이렇게 하고 내려왔는데 막상 내려왔다 보니까 큰아이가 제주도가 좋았나 봐요. 그래서 자기는 서울에 안 가겠다고. <웃음> 그래가지고 어, 네, 정착을 하게 됐습니다. Please. So, according to her, the reason for her and her family coming down to Jeju was because she suspected that her second uh, twin child might be a child with a developmental disabilities. Mm. At that time, the child had not yet received an official diagnosis, and she hoped that by raising the child in a better environment, things might improve. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, her husband was tired of his work in a company at that time, so the whole family decided to take a year off and came to Jeju for a one-year stay mm-hmm. with the intention of just resting. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, once they arrived, their eldest child uh, really loved Jeju. So even after a year passed and two years passed, the, el- the eldest child refused to go back to Seoul. Oh. And that became the reason her family settled in Jeju Island. So the reason for coming to Jeju is quite unique. And I think any parent would have such thoughts before receiving a diagnosis like for, for a child with a developmental mm. disabilities. And, you know, the hope that uh, being in a better place and doing better might you know, improve the child's, a child's situation. Yes. And she said that for the first two years coming to Jeju, they lived as if they were on a travel. Mm. Uh, Since there are many places to experience with the children, they traveled around Jeju Island, uh, even if it wasn't necessarily like tourist uh, destinations. And they really spent a happy time. Uh, I can see uh, what the eldest child didn't, you know, didn't want to leave <laughs> Jeju. I mean, on Jeju Island, there's always like something new and interesting to explore, like living a life of travel. However, I don't think, you know, that lifestyle could, could last forever. Right. And what changes occurred in her and her children's lives um, after those two years? Yes. So two years later, a pivotal mo- uh, moment came in their lives, mm-hmm. and the situation led to the formation of the. Jeju Ai Tikbyaranai. So let's listen more about the changes directly from yes, her. Yes, please. 이제는 네 살이었던 아이들이 어린이집을 가고 이제 초등학교로 가게 되었는데 어린이집에서 이제 일곱 살이 돼서 병설 유치원에 보내려고 하다 보니까 그때 병설 유치원이 일반 학급에 비해서 굉장히 적다는 걸 알게 됐어요. 그래서 우리 아이가 갈 곳이 없구나 이렇게 느껴서 그거는 제 문제뿐만 아니라 우리 같이 발달장애 아동을 키우고 있는 부모님들이 다 똑같이 그 연령대는 똑같이 느끼고 있는 문제여서 어 엄마들끼리 얘기를 하다가 아 이거는 개선이 되어야지 어 힘들겠다 싶어서 같이 얘기해서 제주아이 특별한 아이 한 아이를 한 일곱 명 정도 모여서 만들게 되었고 그때부터 교육청에 특수 학급을 좀 많이 들려달라 이렇게 저희가 요청을 하면서 교육 환경 개선 활동을 시작했어요. 그게 제주아이 특별한 아이의 시작입니다. Please tell us. Yes, so two years after her family stayed in Jeju, it was time for her second and third ch- uh, children, the twins, to go to the kindergarten mm-hmm. now that they turned seven. Yeah. So she intended to send her children to an affiliated kindergarten, but she learned that compared to regular classes, there were very few special classes for children with developmental disabilities. Mm. 
so she felt that there was no kindergarten for her child to go to, and she realized that this was not just her problem, mm-hmm. but a common issue felt by parents raising children with developmental mm. disabilities. Uh, that's when she, along with seven other parents uh, who were in the same situation, they created Jeju I t i k b y o and I. And they created this through online. Oh. From that point on, they started requesting the education authorities to increase the number of special classes, and began advocating for improvements in the uh, educational environment for children with developmental disabilities. I mean, I'm not f- very familiar with the kindergarten system, hmm. but isn't like affiliated uh, kindergarten like a place with uh, separate classes for children with developmental disabilities? So same here. I wasn't sure either since I haven't raised a child myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I asked, and she explained that affiliated kindergartens are kindergartens that are part of the regular schools. Mm. Uh, so these kindergartens have both regular classes and special classes. Yeah. However, they were. Too many kindergartens without these special classes, mm-hmm. as well. And parents of children with developmental disabilities want to enroll their children in special classes because in regular classes, usually one teacher looks after more than 20 right, children. Right. So each kindergarten uh, should have uh, special classes mm-hmm. with assigned teachers for children with developmental disabilities. And affiliated kindergartens that only have regular classes do not. Did not have teachers for childrens uh, with the disabilities, and as a result, the kindergarten did not accept these childrens. And at that time, there was a trend of increasing elementary schools in Jeju. Mm. So affiliated kindergartens were also increasing. Mm-hmm. However, the number of special classes did not increase at all. Uh, there were about 70 affiliated kindergartens, but only three of them had special classes. Uh, also, the special class capacity is four to six children. What? So That's too yeah. Small. yeah. So the remaining children with disabilities who couldn't join these classes mm-hmm. had to stay in the daycare center, and they spend their seventh years with the six-year-old children. I mean, as a parent, I can't imagine how overwhelming like it must have been to like realize that you know there were not enough options for our child to attend you know a pre- like appropriate like kindergarten hmm. uh, or school as they grow older. Yes, and she didn't give up either. Mm-hmm. Uh, she joined forces with other parents in similar situations and visited the office of education and the Jeju provincial government to raise awareness about this issue. So, did it lead to an improvement? So they raised the issue, but the Office of Education didn't find it easy to make the changes mm-hmm. uh, because once the education system starts, it takes almost two years to complete and introduce a new system. However, they didn't get discouraged and consistently visited the Office of Education and the Jeju Provincial Government to work towards solving the problem. Mm-hmm. As a result, the number of special classes, which was Only three at the time in 2017 has now increased to more than 10. Mm, I mean that's a good news. Yeah, I mean that's truly admirable, but it's also like heartbreaking to think that parents of children with this, you know, developmental uh, disabilities, I mean, who are uh, already among society's vulnerable, have to speak up and say we need this, mm. you know, for the social system to improve. Oh my God! Like you know, they can't afford to stay uh, silent, and they have like raised um, their voice in society. Exactly, and systems for vulnerable populations don't just emerge on their own. Mm. It takes people like her who gather voices and work to address issues to bring about change. Yeah, uh, the number. 
of members of Jeju I t u k b e o r a n I, which started with fewer than 10 members at the time, has now grown to about 600 members. Whoa. As their organization has grown, the Office of Education and the Jeju Provincial Government have become more aware of the group, and they contact them every year to provide guidance when they increase special classes as well. Wow, well, I've got you know sense of like you know respect for her. Mm. I mean, it's really great to hear about this you know positive like outcomes. I'm I'm curious. About her journey from here on. So, in today's Humans of Jeju, we are discussing the story of um, representative of uh, Jeju I t u k b e o r a n a i Jeju Special Children Park Jong Kyung, who uh, is working for children with dis- uh, developmental uh, disabilities in Jeju. Okay, let's continue. Yes. Yeah, so this time, let's explore Representative Park Jong Kyung's other career, in which she made her debut as a picture book author after coming to Jeju Island. <gasps> Even debut as an author yes. amidst like all her like other busy activities. How did that happen? So the background story to this is quite interesting. Let's first listen to what she said. Great. 우리 둘째가 얘는 장애인으로 살아야 되는구나 이런 걸 받아들이는 이제 계기가 되었는데 그때 제가 쓴 글이 그림책으로 나왔어요. 엄마는 너를 위해라고 그거를 어일년 정도 제가 그리고 글로 쓰고 하면서 저도 굉장히 많이 성장을 했거든요. 그래서 어, 이 가정을 다른 부모님도 같이 하면 좋겠다. 그분들도 장애를 받아들이는 게 굉장히 힘들잖아요. 그런 부분에 도움이 되지 않을까 싶어서 어, 엄마들한테 같이 해보자고 제안을 했죠. 11명의 부모님들이 같이 참여를 했는데 그때 과정이 굉장히 좋았던 것 같아요. 왜냐하면 우리 아이를 위해서 글을 쓰니까 아이를 더 많이 생각을 하죠. 어, 얘를 내가 어떻게 바라봐야 될까? 시각을 달래게 해서 바라보니까 몰랐던 것도 발견하게 되고 그 과정에서 엄마가 글을 쓰고 그리고 그림이 자신 없다고 해서 이제 딸들한테 그림 맡긴 엄마들도 있는데 그렇게 되면은 다른 비장애 형제들도 어이 장애 동생이나 이런 음 형제에 대해서 생각해 볼 계기가 되는 거예요. 그래서 온 가족이 다그 아이를 이해할 수 있는 계기가 되었기도 했어요. 그때까지 이렇게 이런 형식으로 발달장애 엄마들이 책을 내는 게 처음이 최초여가지고 그게 결과가 좋아서. 어, 캐나다에서 2년에 한 번씩 하는 모두에게 좋은 책 선정을 하거든요. 세계의 여러 나라 그림책 중에서 모두에게 좋은 책을 내는 이제 선정을 하는데 그 목록에 한국 대표로 선정이 돼서 올해 2023년에 국내에 들어와서 순회 전시를 하고 있어요. 그래서 어, 저희는 음, 한 11월쯤에 별난고의 꿈과 사회적 협동조합에서 어, 전시를 지금 기획하고 있습니다. Please tell us. Yes, so she mentioned that she quit her job and came to Jeju. She had mm-hmm. set a goal to improve her second child's environment before receiving a diagnosis of developmental disability. However, when her second child turned six years old, uh, she admitted and accepted the fact that her child had a development. developmental disability Mm -hmm. so instead of just hoping for improvement she decided that she needed to create an environment where her child could thrive oh that's great i mean you know that could have been um easy they couldn't been easy like to accept uh but it sounds like a courageous decision Mm. and it's also touching uh, that she didn't give up and wanted to become a better mom for her child yes and during that time she spent the year preparing a book uh with her perspective on her second child through words and drawing Mm. Then she met a good publishing company and even published her book titled "Amman and Noter We Had," which is "Mom for You." Mm-hmm. Uh, while pre- 
preparing this picture book, she said that she learned a lot during the process. She learned to accept her child as he is and started thinking about what she could do in the future. So she came up with the idea of trying this positive process with other parents of children with developmental disabilities. She immediately gathered 11 parents of children uh, with the disabilities mm -hmm. and together they created a picture book that reflected how they view their own children. Wow. She mentioned that she used to struggle to see her child properly because of the difficult situation but this process allowed her to see her child with a new perspective. She said that she now looks at her child with even more love than before mm -hmm. and understanding begins with the efforts like these. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so 11 parents were responsible for the words and pictures. Some parents even asked their non-disabled daughters to draw pictures because they weren't confident in their own artistic mm. abilities. Uh, it truly became a family effort and the book that was born from this is called 우리 아이를 소개합니다, Introducing Our Child. And this is a rare type of book to find as it was created with the participation of multiple families uh, with children with dis developmental disabilities. It actually might even be the only case mm -hmm, as well. Mm -hmm. uh, the book received positive feedback and even gained recognition overseas. In Canada, there's a book fair called 모두에게 좋은 책, Good Books for All, that selects 40 books from the world every two years for a global touring book fair. And this book was selected in 2021. What? It's amazing what she did. Mm. I mean, that's truly, really impressive. The fact that uh, the whole family came together to create a picture book and, you know, promote understanding of children with developmental disability is remarkable. And to be selected as a good book and at an like international book fair. Yes. However, unfortunately, due to the COVID-19, they couldn't take part in the Touring book fair in 2021, mm. uh, but they are planning for, for for it this year. Also in November, they are planning uh, preparing a book fair in Jeju uh, oh. with the Pyeongnam Goyangi Kumbat, uh, the social cooperative. Yeah, uh, so she seems like a person who brings you know about change. Yes, <laughs> yes, and accepting the reality, she realized that if she didn't make changes the difficult situations would continue. Mm -hmm. So her mm -hmm. first activity was to expand the special classes in Jeju, uh, Jeju kindergartens. However, when her child entered elementary school, she faced another problem. Uh, that's when she felt that simple meetings wouldn't be enough to change this reality mm -hmm. uh, and founded the Pyeongnam Goyangi Kumpat uh, Social Cooperative. So what kind of works um, you know, does, does the social cooperative uh, mainly do? So let's listen first. Great. 돌봄 문제를 사회적 문제라고 보고 우리가 이걸 해결해 보자 하면서 만들었기 때문에 별랑고양이 꿈밭은 돌봄으로 시작을 했어요. 그래서 처음에는 발달장애 청소년 돌봄 센터를 운영을 했고 그 다음에 최근에는 어 성인 발달장애 주간활동 센터까지 운영할 계획으로 지금 준비 중에 있습니다. 발달장애인이 고등학교를 졸업하고 나면 대학교를 가지 않는 이상은 계속 집에 있어야 돼요. 그리고 취직을 다할 수는 없어서 그 개인의 능력에 따라서 달라지는 거잖아요. 그래서 대부분 낮에 어떻게 지낼까 부모님들의 가장 큰 걱정이 졸업 이후에 아이들의 삶이거든요. 복지관에 같은 다니면 되는데 거기가 또 수요가 한정적이다 보니까 최근에 어이 이 사람들의 주간 활동, 그러니까 낮낮 활동을 좀 지원하는 이런 시스템들이 많이 생겨나고 있는데 이제 시청에서 센터를 인가 허가해줘서 거기에서 이제 발달장애 주간 활동을 하, 프로그램 하거든요. 저희도 그 프로그램 하는 센터로 허가를 얼마 전에 5월달에 받았어요.
Mm, please tell us. So after her child entered elementary school, she mentioned she became aware of the child care issue. Mm-hmm. Compared to non-disabled children, children with developmental disabilities have fewer opportunities for child care. Uh, for most parents of children with developmental disabilities, one of them has to quit their job. Mm. And she considered this child care issue a social problem and started the Pyeongnang Goyangi Kumbat. And initially, they operated a developmental disability youth care center mm-hmm. and more recently expanded to include an adult developmental disability day activity center. Wow. As her child grew, she started thinking about the future of the children. Mm-hmm. And after graduating from high school, if most individuals with developmental disabilities don't go to college or work, they spend their daytime alone at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're fortunate if they attend the welfare center. However, the demand for these welfare centers is limited. So leaving many adult individuals with developmental disabilities without access. And recently in Korea, systems for supporting daytime activities for these individuals have been emerging one by one. Mm. And she has also received approval from the city for her cooperative to operate programs for the uh, adult individuals with the disabilities, which happened in May of this year. Mm. I mean, it seems like her activities are gradually expanding. Uh, And actually, her child and the children of other parents in the organization are still quite young. Mm -hmm. Uh, However, they made these choices for the future of their children. Uh, Even though their children have developmental disabilities, they haven't experienced the life of adult individuals Mm -hmm. yet. So it was difficult to start this work, but they consider it a meaningful endeavor and are taking step by step. Mm. I mean, have they been able to work more systematically, uh, you know, since the the Emerging as a social cooperative. Yes, and that's correct. Uh, as the size of Jeju I Tikbaranai uh, grew, she and other parents applied for government-supported programs that provided subsidies. Mm-hmm. However, uh, as it became increasingly difficult to apply for the programs, they realized that to continue this work in the long term, they needed something more, uh, compensation uh, and a system. Yeah. So she learned by taking courses to par- uh, participate in the incubating support program for the social cooperatives. Uh, She has been following the steps as recommended there, and that's how they got to where they are now. Mm. So I've heard about it a lot too. And, you know, they run a business for the benefit of society, Mm. but it has to, you know, know, generate income. And, you know, that's what social cooperatives are all about. Uh, But it's a novel concept, and I hadn't experienced it, like, firsthand, so I didn't understand, you know, that's very well mm. however after seeing her activities i'm starting to you know reconsider the role of uh, social cooperatives yes and she explained that it's similar to starting a business but with some differences uh, there should be a primary business model through which they pursue income to operate independently mm-hmm. uh, up until that point they rely on support programs mm-hmm. she said that initially when she established it and was struggling she depended on those support programs However, these programs required a lot of paperwork, and she found that a significant amount of energy was drained in that direction. Mm -hmm. So she introduced a system where cooperative members take care of children with developmental disabilities at the Developmental Disability Youth After School Center. Mm -hmm. And they receive a monthly salary based on the hours that they work. And this has allowed them to gradually stabilize their situation. 
And it seems like uh, even a good cause cannot be, you know, sustained, um, like, you know, indefinitely without compensation. I mean, in this sense, you know, she found a solution uh, to that problem. Mm -hmm. And that's why the organization is actively operating, I guess. All right. So today, you know, we've uh, been talking about Park Jong-kyung, who is involved in activities to improve the social environment for children with developmental disabilities on Jeju through Jeju I특별한아이, special children of Jeju. And and the Pyeongnam Goyangi Kumba Sejok Pyeongdongjoap, Strange Cat Dream Feel Social Cooperative. Let's continue. Yes, and earlier we talked about how she was involved in creating picture books with parents of children with uh, developmental disabilities. However, her artistic activities didn't stop there. Mm-hmm. In 2018, she saw an exhibition where adults with developmental disabilities were matched one on one with artists to create artwork. That's when she realized that individuals with developmental disabilities can also engage in art. Mm. So she thought about providing opportunities for the children to engage in art by matching them with artists and submitted this idea as a proposal to the Jeju Culture and Arts Foundation. Uh, Now she has been running a program for disabled individuals in the arts and culture for the past five years. Mm -hmm. It's a program where children with the disabilities art majors and art instructors experience art and culture together. Wow, and she seems like uh, someone who takes action as soon as uh, an idea comes to mind. I mean, did the children have exhibitions of their artwork as well? Yes, and until two years ago, they did have exhibition. Mm, so That's really nice. Mm-hmm. All right, so she, um, I mean, yeah. So can you, um, sorry. Mm-hmm. So what? Well, <laughs> Um, yeah, yes. she seems like an adult, like who grows like alongside the children uh, through these activities as well. I'm I'm curious about like how far her growth will go. Yes, and let's listen directly from what she mentioned. All right. 최근에 그 사건이 되게 많았잖아요. 사회적인 사건들이 그런 걸 보면서 어 장애인과 비장애인이 같이 사는 사회는 어떤 사회일까 이런 생각을 굉장히 많이 했어요. 통합 교육이 시작돼 한 30년 됐거든요. 시작되기 전으로 다시 돌아간 느낌이 들더라고요. 같이 사는 사회가 돼야 될 텐데 같이 사는 사회가 되려면은 어 어떻게 해야 될 되지 이런 고민들이 되게 많이 생겼어요. 이제까지는 우리가 발달 장애인의 삶의 질 향상을 위해서 이렇게 뭔가를 진행해 왔다면 앞으로는 통합으로 갈수 있는 길을 좀 고민하고 싶어요. 그래서 같이 할수 있는 거, 장애인과 비장애인이 같이 어울려서 할수 있는 거. 아이를 키울 때 엄마가 아이를 하나의 그 인간으로 인정하고 인권적으로 대하면 걔가 또 사회 나가서 인정받고 이렇게 되는 거잖아요. 그래서 그런 활동도 좀 하고 싶어요. 그 인권적으로 아이들을 좀 보고 그 다음에 지역 사람 같이, 그러니까 우리뿐만 아니라 다른 구성원, 사회 구성원하고 다 같이 어울릴 수 있는 활동들을 더 많이 해서 좀 확장시키고 싶다 이런 생각이 있습니다. <laughs> yes, yeah, so she mentioned that while she has worked to improve the quality of life for individuals with developmental disabilities, she now wants to engage in activities related to inclusive living in the local communities where disabled and non-disabled individuals coexist mm-hmm. and promote human rights education starting from disabled families. I mean, that's amazing. You know, we've got, like, you know, shared today. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'll see you next week. Yes. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to see you at, like, another Humans of Jeju. 
Well, I hope you enjoyed the segment. If you are curious to find out more about Jeju, we encourage you to go check out our website at arigangradio.com slash wondersofjeju. Or you can check out our Facebook page at wondersofjeju, as well as our Instagram account at woj underbar arirang. We are going to take you on a journey to learn more about what's happening on this island.